Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Thoughts of a Gearhead. My name is Brandon and this is uh, going to be recorded right after the previous episode. Um, like the previous episode, we're going to be sticking to a little bit more of a script and uh, I want your guys' feedback as to um, if you like this a little bit more or if you like the uh, freehand, um, unplanned sort of style. In this episode, we're talking about the new... Uh, Turbo 2.7 inline 4 that is currently found in the outgoing um, Chevy Silverado GMC Sierra and is even in the Cadillac uh, CT4V. And uh, here we go. In 2019, Chevy released a completely redesigned Silverado. With this new release, Chevy also added two new engine options. One of those engine options was a turbocharged diesel inline 6. And this engine has been received with much positivity. The second engine option was a bit odd, especially for General Motors. This engine was the 2.7 liter turbocharged gasoline-fueled inline four-cylinder. Now, the truck has been out for a few years, and customers who were brave or curious enough to lease or purchase a new 2.7 liter turbo Silverado have had time to review it. Along with my personal experience, I will inform you about this very interesting new engine. Now, the 2.7 comes in alongside and is supposed to replace the 4.3 liter V6, which is still in service, but only in the work truck trim. Now, the 4.3 was introduced all the way back in 1985, so a replacement was bound to come about eventually. Personally, I really enjoy the 4.3 V6. I've been able to experience in the more modern version and have personally owned a 93C1500, which was actually one of my favorite trucks I've ever owned. Now, the 4.3 is built, has built a reputation for being a reliable platform for tradesmen and budget truck owners alike. And I will be covering the 4.3 V6 in a future post. Back to the 2.7. The 2.7 turbo is the largest four-cylinder gasoline engine in production currently in 2021. Because of the inline configuration and its large displacement, it makes 310 horsepower and 348 pound-feet of torque. In comparison, the current 4.3 liter V6 makes 285 horsepower and 305 foot-pounds of torque. The 2.7 features a dual volute turbine in the turbo, which in the end lets the engine turbo spool and build boost much faster and at a much lower RPM. GM actually claims the engine was specifically designed around this style of turbocharger. The dual volute refers to the fact that the exhaust from the engine enters the turbo at two separate points that are 180 degrees away from each other. This is to improve efficiency and performance. Also, that 400 or that 348 pound-feet of torque comes in at just 1500 RPM, much like much like most diesel engines. Now, as far as the reliability of this engine goes, it's only been in production for a few years and not many people have put a lot of miles to test the reliability of this engine. Take a look at other four-cylinder engines like the 2.4-liter Ecotec. That engine has various timing chain issues and usually very early on in life. I've personally seen a timing chain replacement as, as early as 67,000 miles. 
Now, while the 2.4 and 2.7 are different engines for different applications, it's really the closest comparison that we have in GM's current lineup. While the 2.7 is an up-and-comer in the GM lineup, I'm very curious to see what the future holds for this big four-cylinder. And that was pretty much just a really short overview, and now I'm going to go a little bit more off-script here. So, I have had the chance to um, experience this engine firsthand. Um, actually, one of the uh, shop trucks, I guess, not many shop trucks, but one of the vehicles that we use for running back and forth to different businesses is a base model um, double cab, 2.7 liter Silverado four-wheel drive. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an LT, basic interior. Um, when you're driving that truck, it, it does feel like it has enough power for its application. And uh, as far as most of the articles I've read, um, the 2.7 can pull trailers just fine. I believe the average tow rating for that setup is about 7,500 pounds, I believe. Um, to put that in perspective, in the late 90s, the trucks were only rated for about 5,000 pounds, so it's crazy that we've been able to come this far with um, such a small engine. Um, when you do drive the truck, you can definitely hear the turbo more than anything else, and you can definitely tell that you're not driving a V8. It does have to um, build boost for you to get going. And I really don't know if I believe that 1,500 torque number. There might be uh, something else I'm missing there. But from what I've read, GM claims that it makes peak torque around 1,500 RPM. It definitely doesn't make peak power. That's definitely when you get, I'd say, four, five, 6,000 RPMs, you can really start to feel the truck kick in. Um, when compared to something like the 2.7 twin-turbo V6 that Ford has, it's it's not even close. That V6 is way quicker, and I think um, TFL on YouTube has done a drag race between the two, and the Ford was much faster. But the 2.7 is supposed to be essentially second in line, and I think it's even first in line as far as engine options go. GM's first in line would be the 6.2 V8. And as an entry-level engine... You know, it's a good option. Um, replacing the V6, you're going to get a little bit more towing capacity, more power. You're definitely going to have to put a lot more throttle into the truck um, as you go. Um, but it is going to be interesting to see if this engine can um, stand up, you know, being in a truck. Granted, most new truck owners are using it to haul some plywood home from Menards and take the kids to school, but it's going to be interesting to see people who do a lot more towing with the truck, if the engine is going to hold up to the extra stress, if the turbo is going to hold up to the extra stress. Um, and funny thing about these engines is the water pump, as far as I'm concerned, is electronically controlled. And GM said they did this so that they can send a coolant to certain parts of the engine um, to maximize cooling efficiency. And that's, again, you know, making this 
trying to get this engine to be as fuel efficient as possible to bring down the EPA average, or I guess to bring up the EPA average so that the truck lineup can appear more efficient. I know the big V8s are probably not the most efficient, but most people average about 20 miles per gallon as long as they're doing a little bit more highway driving. Um, the 2.7 gets around the same, and I think actually in some TFL testing, the 2.7 actually got less MPG. So it's all going to be a little bit hearsay, there say We're going to have to wait, I'd say, at least five or six years to see where these engines are at. Are they all blown up at 50,000 miles? Or are they soldiering on to 200,000? Who really knows? But it's definitely going to take some time before we know the specifics. And I say if if you're interested in buying um, the outgoing Silverado with a 2.7 and you don't know if you're going to keep it forever and you want to try the 2.7 as a cheaper option, I would say go for it. Um, if you want to buy the truck and keep it forever, the 5.3 is a little bit more proven, but, um, the new Ecotec 3 V8s, as I mentioned in the previous episode, have top end issues, so you really have to kind of be careful with that. Most of the time it's covered under warranty, but, you know, you get far enough in mileage and, um, time and date, and it's not going to be covered depending on the warranty you have so like i said this is an interesting engine option and i am uh, a little bit skeptical towards it but i am also very interested about it so i'm very interested to see where gm can take this engine and if it can stick around and as always i thank you guys for listening in now these last two episodes have been a little bit shorter trying to see if you guys like these shorter little talks or if you like the longer form videos, go ahead and let me know on my Instagram at shipboxes and chevrolets, all one word, no spaces. And uh, send me a DM if you have any ideas for future episodes. You have questions about me or current vehicles, past vehicles that you want me to answer. Let me know. I will be more than happy to answer your guys' questions and uh, take some of your ideas into consideration. And once again, thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.